in today's show. I'm going back to my expansion draft, and we're protecting the players in the Western Conference. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free, and we're also available on all platforms. Last week, I did a show on a hypothetical expansion draft for the NBA. We went through, and you can want to see all the rules of that. You can go back and check it out for Friday's show, I believe it was, and looking at who I protected in the Eastern Conference. Today, we're going to do the Western Conference, and then we're going to do later in the week uh, the actual expansion draft for the Seattle team and the Mexico City team. And then we're really going to knuckle down and get stuck into fantasy prep. Team previews, um, mock drafts won't start probably until the end of August. Um, We'll do stuff on rookies and second year and third year players, um, strategy stuff, dynasty leagues, points leagues, whole bunch of different things. That'll kick off um, probably towards the end of this week, maybe the start of next week. But now let's get into talking about protecting players in the Western Conference. Warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) Dallas Mavericks, I reckon we'll protect Luka. I reckon that's. I reckon we'll do that. That's cool. We'll protect Luka Doncic. You can't have him. Seattle, we're going to keep him. Reminder, if you don't want to go back and listen to the rules from the other one, five players I'm protecting. Yes, I know when you default on NBA 2K, it's eight players. And I believe the last time the NBA had an expansion, it was eight players as well. I just want to get wild. I just want to do five. We've got two new teams coming in in this scenario. Um, they can only pick one player per team. So you can only lose one player at most. So we're protecting five. Dallas was interesting. Doncic, yes. Spencer Dinwiddie and Christian Wood. Like, I'm not super confident with those guys. Are they, are they that good? I don't know. But I think I've got to protect them because the Mavericks, when you look at their roster, um, just quietly, I know they went to the Western Conference Finals. It's not good. It's not a, it's not a good roster. So we'll, we'll do Dinwiddie and Wood. We'll protect Dorian Finney-Smith, I think, obviously. And then that last spot, man, I didn't know. Could I have done Tim Hardaway? Yeah, maybe. I guess so. He didn't play at all, really, last season. Um, He's older. He's coming off a broken foot. He's owed a lot of money. I didn't love it, so I didn't protect him. I could have protected Reggie Bullock, but I feel confident that if I don't protect either of those guys, I can only lose one, obviously. Bullock's also already 31. I don't know if Jaden Hardy's going to become anything, but I'm going to protect him. I just think that that youth and the value contract there is worth doing. There's also Kleber, and there's Powell, and there's McGee, who are available. And again, I can only lose one of that group. So I might lose Bullock or Hardaway or Kleber or Powell or McGee, but I only lose one of them. And I feel okay about that. It's just that fifth guy, it's really hard to find who it was. Who would it, like? If you're watching this and you're on YouTube or wherever you are, hey, I might post this on TikTok. Who knows? Who's the other guy that you protect for Dallas? Who's the fifth player? I don't know. It's pretty hard. Denver. 
well, as easy as it was to protect um, Luka Doncic, it's just as easy to protect Big Chungus. All right, we're starting off easy. Protecting um, Big Chungus, Nikola Jokic. We're protecting the headmaster, Jamal Murray. I am also going to protect Maga Porter Jr. Now, I tossed and turned over this. I didn't. It didn't bother my sleep in the slightest. But I did agonize over it for 30 seconds. And I thought, this is a big contract for a bloke that's had multiple back surgeries. And I don't know whether he's going to be worth it or he's going to be healthy or what he's going to do. And would I love for another team to take that off my hands? Possibly. Would I love for another team to take that off my hands with absolutely no um, no reward? No. So I did think, hey, maybe I'll put Porter out there and someone else can take him. Uh, no. I will keep him and then maybe trade him. Who knows? I'm also going to keep the big stiffy, Bones Highland. Love his upside. Real positive um, starting upside, I think, for Highland. And then lastly, I did go with Aaron Gordon as my fifth guy for the Nuggets. That leaves... Contavious Caldwell-Pope available. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be a huge target for expansion teams, but who knows? Christian Brown and Peyton Watson, my two first-round picks from this season, they're not ready to contribute for a team that literally should be looking for Western Conference Finals at least this season. And Zeke Naji was the one where I had a little bit of difficulty not protecting. I do think I could have gone with him over Aaron Gordon. I do think there is a scenario, if his coach wasn't Michael Malone, that he could play alongside Nikola Jokic a little bit and develop into a starting four. I think that's possible. Um, I also left the Shark, Bruce Brown, available. Davon Reed, um, if anybody cares. Um, Vlako Chancha is available as well, but you know, unless Nikola Jokic is GMing one of those teams, Chancha won't get picked. So yeah, that that... The Gordon one, I think that's probably the right move, but Najee was a guy that I considered to, to take in that last spot. But he might, given, look, there's going to be so many big men available in the expansion draft. I don't know whether he goes. Um, that's just the, the nature of the NBA and big men, though. So I think we'll be okay, and I think we'll be able to retain him. The next team, Golden State. There is a lot to plunder here. They can only lose one player, but we're keeping Steph, we're keeping Clay, we're keeping Wiggins, we're keeping Draymond, we're keeping Jordan Poole. I find it really hard to argue with any of that. I guess you could say, well, you probably want to keep Kaminga, but who do you let go? Wiggins? You don't let Clay go. You don't let Draymond go. I know they're a bit older, but you just don't let them go. You don't let Jordan Poole go. So you don't really have a choice, I don't think. So that leaves... May maybe you think something different. Would you be ballsy enough to let Clay go unprotected? I don't think you would. Even just from a culture locker room perspective, it would burn everything to the ground. Imagine Clay gets picked, goes to Seattle. Whew. So that leaves a just bunch of really, really good options available. When you look at Modi Moody, Modi Moody, 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 Moses Moody, Moses Moody. It's Moses Moody. It's James Wiseman. It's Johnny Kaminga. Kevon Looney's there. Even guys like Pat Baldwin, Ryan Rollins I like, Jermichael Green, Dante DiVincenzo, the big ragu. There's some interesting players available, but they can only lose one of Moody, Wiseman, Kaminga. One of them will go. I guarantee you that. I just don't know which one will end up get, getting picked in that expansion draft. But that was interesting because you've got to protect those five players. But it just leaves so much available. And you've got to have some big knackers if you're a GM to go in and unprotect one of those top five 
to protect some youth. It'd take some really big balls, and I don't really think, I don't really think it's viable to do. But you never know. Who knows what would happen? I'd love to know your opinion. Would you do something different? Let me know about that as well. And I'll let you know that it is betonline.net as the number one spot, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. You can find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. I can't wait for my son, who is a Padres fan, to wake up today to see that uh, the Padres made some moves in the old uh, Major League Baseball. Juan Soto coming to San Diego. He is going to be pretty pumped. And you can bet on all Padres games over at Bet Online. Check out all their odds. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information, including live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Are the Padres now World Series favorites? I don't know. Check it out. BetOnline, where the game starts. The Rockets. A lot to plunder here as well. We're protecting Jalen Green. Yep. Okay. Obvious. No problem. We're protecting Jabari Smith Jr., Obvious. We're protecting the delicate dancer, Alperen Shengun. It's a delicate dance in just 17 steps. And then it got a little harder. I am going to protect Tari Eason. I really liked what he can do. The value of him next to Smith and Green is huge as a defensive wing with some offensive upside, maybe some shooting. And I'm going to protect, as much as it did pain me to do it, I am going to protect cousin Kevin Porter Jr., didn't love it, but then what? Look, as much as we love the Houston Young players, after that top three and then four, if you include Eason, it gets a little bit murky. I could have had Ty Ty Washington, and I wanted to. I really do like Ty Ty. I could have had, um, and we're never going to protect Eric Gordon there, Josh Christopher, Usman Garuba. I guess you could consider KJ Martin. I, I didn't really. Jay Sean Tate, the wild thing. Um, yeah, so I, I think that's the five you protect, but leaving Joshy Christopher, Ty Ty Washington available, pretty good options there. I think Gordon, or Eric Gordon's in, an okay player, but I think Christopher is the guy that if I was an expansion team, which I will be when I do that show, that he is probably going to be the guy that I target off the Rockets is grabbing Joshy Christopher. So that was an interesting discussion. So was this one, the LA Clippers. So many of these teams, Golden State, it was a little bit hard. Rockets were hard. Mavericks were hard for a different reason. But the Clippers, who the hell do you protect on this team? Like, who who is it? Okay, it's the fun guy, Kawhi Leonard. I'm a fun guy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no shit. It's Kawhi Leonard. We protect him. We protect Paul George. And then there's a lot of guys... And I've said this on many shows, but their roster, these are all rotation players that Ty Lue is not going to be able to play every night. George, Leonard, Zubats, Powell, Reggie Jackson, Covington, Morris, Wall, Batum, Mann, Kennard, Coffey, and then you get down to even BJ Boston, who's the 13th player on that team, I think. So I'm going to protect Kawhi, Paul George, Ivica Zubats, and Norman Powell. I don't feel great about the Zubats one, but I think we've got to do that. Although... Given that I know what everyone else has protected, I could have said they won't take Zubats over Capella or they won't take Zubats over Miles Turner, so I'd be safe to leave him unprotected. But 
in some effort to make it real. I'm not going to know because I've done the Eastern Conference already that Atlanta's left Clint available or that Indiana's left Miles available. I know that. I wouldn't know that. I could guess at it, but I wouldn't exactly know it. So I'm not going to take that risk. I'll protect Norm Powell. And then the last spot, Reggie Jackson, Bob Covington, John Wall, Marcus Morris, Luke Kennard. In the end, I protected Terrence Mann. Now, Covington was the other one who I was really, really close on, but I did get Mann just to give me a semblance of youth, a younger player. I might lose Wall. I might lose Jackson. I can't lose both. I might lose Covington. I might lose Morris. I can't lose both. So I could lose one of those guys. I think if Mann was available, he would go pretty quickly just for the youth and a little bit of upside to an expansion team, whereas you know, Wall, I don't think is going to be prioritized. Covington, maybe, but I don't think so. Canard might be an option for an expansion team as a younger player who's a really good shooter, but I can afford to lose him, I think. That was tough for me, that fifth spot. I could have also, again, just not put Zubats in there and chucked in Covington, but Covington, I'm a little, side note, I'm a little concerned for Rob Covington for this season, um, not just because the minutes could be really squeezed, but he's been going through a lot of um, personal stuff and mental health issues from what I understand, maybe that's wrong, um, over this offseason, where I'm a little, little concerned that there might be some games missed and some some issues with him, which is a sad, sad if that is actually the case. But he's just haven't really heard it reported much recently, but there was some stuff going on with Covington that makes me just a little, little bit concerned, tiny bit. Not that that really impacted too much my decision here. It's more just like age and trying to protect a younger guy. But I'm a little worried about where Covington sits for this upcoming season. A lot of that's role related as well. Like I just don't know how much he's going to play. But the Lakers, they had an opposite problem for the uh, than the Clippers, whereas I just, their roster, honestly, it's dreadful. It is so bad. Yes, we protect Le- LeBron. Easy. We protect Anthony Davis. Do we protect Russell Westbrook? No. No, no I'm not. The Lakers, I maintain, probably would have been better if Russ didn't play last season. They are trying super hard to get rid of him this season, and the only way they seem to be able to do it is to attach two first-round picks to him, meaning you can't just hold him to trade him because you have to give up assets to do that. And honestly, I'm not sure that I'd take him as an expansion team. I'm not going to protect Russell Westbrook. I want him off the team. I think he's a negative on the team. But that doesn't leave many great options. Like, this, this roster is horrible. It is it is actually horrible. So I'm going to protect Taylor Horton Tucker. Like, I mean, sure. I'm going to protect Austin Reeves. There is a rumor that Austin Reeves might be a starter on this team, which I know he was a great story as an undrafted rookie, and he played pretty well. If you're going to win a season with Austin Reeves as a starter, I reckon you're in trouble. I don't think he's going to be a fantasy option at all, but geez, man. But I will protect him because... Let me reiterate this once again. This roster is terrible. And I'm also going to protect Lonnie Walker because, you guessed it, the roster is terrible. The other options were Westbrook. Okay, sure. Tom Bryant. Sure. Damian Jones. Kendrick Nunn. Stanley Johnson. Troy Brown. Juan Toscano-Anderson. Like, if these expansion teams want to take a bunch of 11th men, then go ahead and do it. This roster 
is terrible. And you, you don't, you know it is, but until you do an exercise like this and you go, who's their third best player? Who's their fourth best player? And you go, oh, 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 they're all bad. Um, I don't know. I, I feel the least confident about this protection of five, five players. I don't think they would do Westbrook. And then it's like Horton Tucker, Reeves and Walker, like legitimately. That is a pretty sad state of affairs. Sorry, Lakers fans, but that's rough. Memphis. All right, we're protecting Jamarant. Easy. We're protecting Des Bain. We're protecting Jaron Jackson. And then is where it gets a bit more interesting. Now, long-time listeners, short-term listeners, anyone who's listened to this show will know I'm not a big Dylan Brooks fan. I think that he's actually a negative with the way that he plays on this squad. And I think that they would be very, very much better if they decided to remove him from the equation. I've said that plenty of times. Oh, but Josh is a dog. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's a he's a dog that dogs his teammates and takes ridiculous shots. And given the fact that, look, he played, had some value last season, didn't play a huge amount, but we never really got to see a Brooks, Bain, Morant altogether. And if we do, I get a feeling that Brooks might think he's better than all those guys and take all the shots. I wouldn't protect him. Let someone else take him. Because I've got someone who can slide in there, and that's Zaire Williams. And I'm going to protect Zaire Williams. I like what Williams can do. High pedigree recruit. Struggled in college, but some really good defensive upside, some ball handling chops. Seems to know his role a little bit better than Brooks. And just let's just pump the ball into Jaron and Desmond and Jar's hands. And let Dylan Brooks go somewhere else. Is that controversial? Maybe. I reckon I'll have half the people saying, nah, you got to do it. He's a dog. He's an unbelievable defender. And his advanced stats last year actually really, really good. I just can't stand the way that he plays on this team. So I want him off it. I'll also protect Brandon Clark. Again? Steven Adams, maybe? Probably not. I think the future is going to be Clark Jackson in the front court. So let's protect him. So it leaves Brooks available. It leaves Steve Adams available. It leaves Tyus Jones available. And it leaves guys like uh, uh, Rowdy David Roddy. It leaves um, well David Roddy Piper. I don't even know what I call him anymore. Jake LaRavia, Kennedy Chandler. Some of these guys that I do like. Xavier T. Illman, the cashier. All of these guys available still. So there's a little bit to plunder off this team. You're only going to lose one. Maybe you don't lose Dylan Brooks, unfortunately. So we'll see what the expansion squads do when taking a look at this Memphis Grizzlies team. It's pretty straightforward to do Minnesota. It's uh, it's Goose, Anthony Edwards. It's Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. We protect Towns. We protect Russell. We protect Jaden McDaniels. That's the starting five. So that leaves a bunch of interesting players available. Minnesota just keeps signing interesting random free agents at the moment as well. Um, Kyle Anderson, Jalen Noel, who I do like a lot. Josh Minot, who I like a lot. Jordan McLaughlin, Torian Prince, Austin Rivers. They also recently just signed Eric Paschal, the triangle, to a two-way deal. I do not think Eric Paschal is very good, but that's fine. They also just also signed today CJ Allaby. Now, they don't have a roster spot. He might be competing with someone like Big Nathan Knight for that last spot. LB, I thought, showed a little bit for Portland, but hasn't been re-signed and didn't really garner much attention on the open market. But just some names there that have had some moments in Pascal and Allaby that have ended up on this Minnesota roster. New Orleans. Hmm. Controversial? Maybe. 
Zion Williamson, I'm protecting. Yeah, okay. Brandon Ingram, Christian James McCollum, really straightforward. Herbalife Jones, got to do it. Got to protect him. Although, Yahoo thinks that he's the 250th best player for fantasy this season. Lol. Um, and then the last spot. I am going to protect the dustbuster Dyson Daniels, but I didn't do it easily. They just invested pick eight in him. I do think he's got really good upside value, but there are clearly players who are better than him at the moment. I didn't protect Jonas Valanciunas, and I'll tell you why. Jonas Valanciunas. Was I slightly influenced by the fact that I knew that there'd be other centers available? I guess a little bit, yeah, but... Valanciunas had a really great season last time out, but I think for the Pelicans to really get to their ideal situation, their optimized lineups, they've got to play more Zion at center. There's Jackson Hayes in there. They've got to get more Trey Murphy into the mix, who I didn't protect, or I probably should have. And the 30 minutes that Valanciunas played, he's, what, 30 years old, 31? Let's double-check that. Um, I think if you end up losing him, you can put Jackson Hayes out there, play him 25 minutes, and just go small. Just go Zion. Just use Herb Jones as a center, honestly. And run with shooters and ball handlers and play a different style. Oh, you've also got Larry Nance who can come in and fill in. Now, Valanciunas is, I should have mentioned, he just turned 30. I also didn't protect Jose Alvarado. I also didn't protect Devontae Graham or Jackson Hayes or Kyra Lewis. It's a lot to pick off this team, um, but I just think that value of Jones and Daniels, again, Trey Murphy, really close to putting him above Daniels. And I reckon if I'm in an expansion team, which I am, he might be the guy that I grab here. Salary's nice and cheap. Great shooter as a seventh, eighth man. There's a lot of talent to plunder off that squad. The Thunder. Hmm. All right, we know a few of these guys. They're pretty easy. We're taking Shea, we're protecting Shea Gildas Alexander. We're protecting Chet Holmgren. We're protecting Josh Giddy. All really straightforward stuff. We're protecting Jalen Williams. Now, I've got an a, a admission to make here. I was trying to find out good nicknames for the two Jalen Williamses. And J Dub and J Will, it just doesn't cut it. Right? One of those players is good, one isn't. And I so, said, okay, the the tall Jalen Williams, second round Jalen Williams, he went to Arkansas, so I called him Pig Williams. Easy. And then I said, oh, let's call this other Jalen Williams because um, he went to Santa Cruz. I said, let's call him the Missile. And then I realized he didn't go to Santa Cruz. He went to Santa Clara, the Bronco. So that nickname doesn't make sense at all. Now, can I still use it? Because eventually the origins of that nickname will fade away. I guess so. Maybe he is still the Missile. But the way that I came to that was horribly incorrect as I, inc- as I confused Santa Cruz and Santa Clara um, and got it mixed up. So is he the, the Bronco Jalen Williams? That's actually not bad. The Wild Horse? Ooh, that's not bad either. Or is he just Jalen Williams and the other guy's Pig Williams? I don't know. The wild horse Jalen Williams. Yeah, I like it. Let's see if I can get that to stick. Got to keep it in my brain. So we're going to keep Gildas Alexander, Holmgren, Giddy, the wild horse Jalen Williams. And we are, as much as I don't like the contract, and as much as I think he's really quite overrated, I'm going to keep Ludort. No, my son is also named Bort. Because the other options didn't really grab me too much. I could have protected Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Sure. Darius Baisley. No, thank you. Alexei Pokyshevsky, like maybe, but I don't think so. Um, Trey Mann, I don't really like him as a player. Usman Jeng, who they traded three first-round picks for. Again, I'm not certain about him as a player. Pig Williams, no. Ty Jerome, Teo Melodon, they might get cut before the season even starts. 
So Derek Favors, of course not. So it is Dort and the Wild Horse, Jalen Williams, is my last two guys. But that was a tough one to try and figure out who we pick there. The Suns, absolutely no discussion, I don't think, whatsoever. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, Mikael Bridges, Cameron Johnson. Easy. I think that's going to be their starting five. I think Johnson will start over Crowder. If not, I think he'll play more minutes than Crowder. And that leaves available. Jay Crowder, Cameron Payne, Landry Shamet, Dario Saric, Bismack Biombo, Jock Landale. The Suns have this weird thing going on, and they've done it for the last two, three years. They do not care a single bit about the draft. They don't care at all. They don't care about Summer League. They don't care about their roster. They currently have 14 players on it. No two-way players whatsoever. No Exhibit 10s, nothing. James Jones is just like, camp competition? What for? Extra guys in? No, why do we bother? G League? Who cares? Summer League? Why would I bother with that sort of nonsense? Draft picks? What are they? He doesn't care. And they did this last year as well. They just run with the most bare-bones roster. They'll bring in some absolute spot on a two-way at some point, I guess. Will they fill the 15th spot out? I don't know. But their roster has 14 guys on it with no Exhibit 10s, no camp invites, no two-ways at all. It's a weird roster. Anyway, so you know, Crowder, Payne, Shamit, Sharich, Landau, Biombo, Damian Lee, those guys are all available. The guy that you probably grab there is, is probably Crowder. Maybe it's Payne. I don't know. It's not, the, it's, it's not great pickings off a team that's as good as they are because their strength is in that starting five or even that top six, I guess, if you include Crowder. For Portland, we're going to keep Damian Lillard. We're going to keep Anthony Simons. We're going to keep Jeremy Grant. I am going to keep Nasir Little, and I am going to keep Shaden Sharp. I haven't seen anything of Sharp apart from like five minutes at Summer League, but you invested pick seven. You have to keep him. Nasir Little struggled first couple of years, really started to play well last season. Not the greatest fantasy guy, but got size, positional size, defensive ability. I've got to keep him. But that leaves some guys that I, that I really do like available. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Nurkic is there. He's a 28-year-old center. He's got some injury problems. He's got some um, conditioning issues. But yeah, do I want to protect Nurkic over the youth of Little and Sharp? I don't think so. But that was a tough one for me. It leaves Josh Hart available. It leaves newly signed Gary Payton available. I don't think Payton would get picked there. It leaves second round sensation Jabari Walker, Keon Johnson. All these guys are available. I think that Josh Hart is more likely to get taken off this team than Nurkic, but Nurkic would be a good option. And I could easily make the discussion or the, the argument that Nurkic gets protected there over Nasir Little. But I didn't, so bad luck. The Kings. Darren Fox, DeMontis Sabonis, Keegan Murray, obvious protections. I am going to protect Davion Mitchell. I don't love Davion Mitchell as a prospect or a player. I think he's okay. Um, but the Kings like him, and I'm trying to include a little bit of what would I do versus what the team would do as well. So that would protect him, I think. And then that last spot, Kevin Herter, who they just traded a first-round pick for. The Pencil, Harrison Barnes. Barnesy. Look, Barnes is a solid player, for sure. He should have been traded two seasons ago. He's just turned 30. He's an unrestricted free agent coming up. I think they'd be okay, especially with his replacement in Keegan Murray on the roster. They'd be okay losing him. So I'm going to protect Kevin Herter. But that leaves Malik Monk available. It leaves Rashawn Holmes available. It leaves Terrence Davis available. Trey Lyles, Jamezi Metu, Matthew Dellavedova. The Barnes, Herter one, or Barnes Mitchell was an interesting discussion. And I, you know, protecting two point guards in Fox and Mitchell, who I don't really believe can play long-term together, 
is probably not ideal, but at least it gives a little bit of trade protection there as well. The San Antonio Spurs. Hmm. I'm going to protect Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell. I'm going to protect Jeremy Sohan, first round pick. I'm going to protect Joshi Primo, who I don't love long term. I think some people think he might be their starting point guard this season. I don't. And I don't know that he really has great long-term fantasy upside necessarily. He's still young. But if he was worse than Blake Wesley or Malachi Branham, I wouldn't be surprised. But I will protect Josh Primo, and I will protect Jakob Pertl. I know he's an unrestricted free agent, but at least I think he has some at least trade deadline value because he's a really, really good player. That leaves Wesley, Branham. Um, there's my son messaging me about Juan Soto. Wesley, Branham, uh, Trey Jones, Josh Richardson... All of those guys remain available uh, in this scenario. The last team we're going to look at is the Utah Jazz. And there's just tons in flux with this team. But you have to. You have to protect Donovan Mitchell. He's gone. He's good. Obviously. I think you have to protect Walker Kessler and Jared Vanderbilt that came across in the Minnesota Rudy Gobert deal. I think you have to protect Malik Beasley and Jordan Clarkson. But this roster is just weird. I'll leave Mike Conley unprotected. I'll leave Boyan Bogdanovich unprotected. We're trying to lose. Those guys are going to help us win. Just take them. Like, just take them. No one's offering much for those players. I'll leave Patrick Beverly unprotected. I'll leave Rudy Gay unprotected. And again, we're only losing one of those guys. I guess I could make the argument that I could leave Jordan Clarkson and hope someone takes him and protect like Conley, but I just think you're allowing those players... It was a tough one to me. Like Conley and Bogdanovich are obviously better players than Kessler and Beasley and Clarkson at this point, but trying to build something for the future with this team um, requires me holding on to those guys who have got a little bit more youth and value and long-term appeal for other teams in the league as well. But it does give some real value. Like, would an expansion team take Bogdanovich? Probably. Really good spacer shooter. Could Conley be a solid sixth man for an expansion team? Yeah, maybe. So it gives a little bit of value there, but I don't think it makes a lot of sense for the Utah Jazz to hold on to players like that. And that gives us all 30 teams protected. So we're going to do a draft for the two teams, Seattle and Mexico, coming up in the next couple of days. I don't know if it'll be tomorrow or the day after, but stay tuned. And the way to stay tuned is following this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app here on YouTube. Thumb it up. Leave your comments down below. Tell me what you thought. Tell me what you would do differently on these um, teams. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.